0: Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis-trained, registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there. How are you guys? I have outlined this as I flew to Tennessee, go visit some family and enjoy a nice long vacation. Uh, And now I get to record this for you all. So Today, we're going to talk about the concept of an emotion ladder. So why this is important to you as a listener is because this is part of the work that you will want to embark on if you're looking to gain authority over your brain and and work to reduce that top-down inflammatory response that has been kind of wreaking havoc on your body up until this point in your life it's the thing that's been causing probably a majority of your physical symptoms from day to day so we want to make sure that you are consciously choosing the emotions that you're feeling and that you're always being mindful to be choosing those emotions on purpose so sometimes with our day-to-day life it seems like sometimes these emotional experiences that we find ourselves in, they like blindside us, right? Where sometimes you feel this cloud of anger all of a sudden, like, bah, right? And then, a, or a wave of frustration or overwhelm or like this, this sadness, this depression. And it can come over you like a cloud or you know, like, I guess, hit you (laughs) like a baseball bat if it's anger, right? And it can be really confusing because sometimes there's nothing really going on that you would think would be causing you to feel this feeling in the first place. But here you are, you know, sometimes things are a little bit more obvious, but sometimes they're not as obvious. Sometimes you're experiencing an emotion that just doesn't seem to fit the current circumstance. But here you are lost in this cloud of an emotion that you don't seem to be consciously choosing. So to better understand this, I want to take a step back and remember, quick reminder, right? That at any given point, there are layers of emotions that you feel because you are never thinking just one thought at a time. You think many different thoughts at any time of the day. You're thinking so many different thoughts. And because of these thoughts, you might be creating a few different feelings. So I want you to think of these emotions as emotion layers based on circumstance. So almost like an emotion ladder, okay? So let's use just a quick example that maybe you recently adopted a food plan and it was supposed to help you lose 10 pounds in two months for maybe some upcoming event that you had going on. But at the end of two months, you ended up gaining five pounds instead of losing 10 pounds. So in response to this circumstance, which, I mean, talk about a crazy circumstance, right? Like, I mean, we're using very big examples so that we can make things really, really crystal clear, okay? So in response to this circumstance, you're probably going to have many thoughts about it. Many thought and emotion layers. Okay, so maybe there's a layer in there that sounds like this is such bullshit, all that work, and I gained five pounds. And this layer now has an emotion of anger. And then there's maybe a layer of, of course, I would gain five pounds, right? Like my body hates me, it never loses weight like it's supposed to. And now we have this layer of like sadness or resentment, right? And then now we have another layer that might sound like, whoa, what the heck happened here? Like, I wonder what caused me to gain weight instead of losing weight. So now you've created this nice little layer of curiosity. And then I bet there might be another, you know, thought in there that sounds like, oh my God, this is gonna be so humiliating when I see my friends, right? Because you were supposed to lose 10 pounds and here you are gaining five pounds when you have this event coming up with your friends. And then there's probably going to be another layer in there that sounds like, I really wanted to lose weight. I wish this was an easier process. Which might just be that pure and simple layer of sadness. Now, all of these thoughts are hitting you like rapid fire, right? It's not like this slow, audible, one-at-a-time type thing. It's just like, boom, 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 boom. And especially when you're first working to understand circumstances, right? When these thoughts remain subconscious, it's very hard to kind of separate them out from the get-go. So this is the time when it's really valuable to listen closely to the emotions that are being felt. Because many of these thoughts, they're gonna remain subconscious, As your brain works hard to understand what's actually happening, what's your reality, and inevitably, your emotions are going to be stronger, number one, and number two, there's going to be like a winner, I guess you could say. There's going to be an emotion winner, right? Where one emotion is going to be stronger than others about a given circumstance, and that soon becomes the emotion that you're going to predominantly feel about a given circumstance, And then with that emotion, it can be much easier and more obvious to hear the thought that's creating that emotion. And then ultimately what's, you know, creating your perception of that given circumstance. This is now where the emotion ladder comes into play, okay? (laughs) So stick with me here, okay? So your brain, it has four rules that it abides by on a subconscious level at any given point. This is your primal brain, not your adult brain. This is your subconscious brain. So, your brain wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, conserve energy, and be right. So, in these moments when your brain is trying to understand and make sense of a circumstance, it's gonna naturally tend to gravitate towards the thoughts that create less painful emotions. So without consciously choosing your emotions, you will 100% of the time choose to feel the emotion that is the least painful and that makes the most sense given the circumstance. So the emotions that you created in this example that we gave about, you know, the gain five pounds instead of lose 10. So the emotions that you created from all that little thought rapid fire was anger sadness, embarrassment, and curiosity. So I want you to watch this play out because this is kind of fun to watch how your brain works. So you would think that your brain would latch on to curiosity, right? Because curiosity definitely seems to be the least painful of these four emotions, but this is not the case. Why? Because it goes against two of the four subconscious rules of the primal brain. These rules include your brain wanting to be right, (laughs) because your brain, by golly, is always going to fight to be right. And second, your brain wants to conserve energy, always. Your brain is super lazy, okay? So your brain does not want to own the fact that there might be a solution to why you didn't lose weight. Because that would mean that you're having to expend more energy in trying to find that solution. And definitely your brain doesn't want to admit that it was wrong when coming up into a situation where you thought you were going to lose 10 pounds and you actually ended up gaining five. Like that shouldn't have happened in the first place. Your brain, it's going to fight against curiosity because it wants to conserve energy and be correct. Plain and simple. So from here... The emotion that your brain lands on, it might be different. You know, we're all different, right? We all have different brains. So from here, the emotion that your brain lands on is going to be different for each of you. For some of you, if you gain five pounds instead of losing 10, the predominant emotion might be anger. You might feel anger more powerfully than you feel sadness, Anger will be felt easier than the sadness and the embarrassment, despite the thoughts creating each feeling being equally true. Why? Because the feeling of anger is less painful, which is so interesting, right? The feeling of anger is less painful than the feeling of the emotions of embarrassment or sadness. So why is anger less painful than sadness? Such an interesting question, right? I just want to keep on digging with our brains. And I think that is an interesting question that you should take the time to answer yourself. Like again, okay, why is anger less painful than sadness? Is it because of, you know, the vibrations that occur from the chemical cascade that is the pureness of the emotional experience of it? Or does it go deeper than that? So I want to recap the thoughts that created these emotions in the first place. This is such bullshit. All that work and I gained five pounds, which is that layer of anger. And then I really wanted to lose weight. I wish this was an easier process for sadness. It probably sounds more like I really wanted to lose weight. (laughs) I wish this was an easier process, right? A little bit more in that sadness hue. (laughs) And... Another thought, right? This is going to be so humiliating when I see my friends. So there's that layer of embarrassment. I want you to notice here that there seems to be a depth of pain that is felt deeper with sadness versus anger when we feel that the circumstance is outside of our control. So the pain associated with accepting what is accepting reality the way that it is, it can be felt deeper and produce much more of a profound impact of pain. So in this example, the pain of what is, that is the sadness felt when you expected different results. I would like to think of this pain as the foundational pain. This is like the baseline layer of pain given this circumstance. It feels really vulnerable because you can't do anything about it. And it makes you feel a little lost, right? A little confused. Your brain, it's working hard to try and make sense of what happened. And this creates that baseline layer of sadness. And then being the humans that we are, we tend to put layers on top of this baseline layer of pain. These layers of less painful pain that feel like emotions of embarrassment or anger stacking on top of that baseline layer of sadness. So this is now your brain trying to escape or remove itself out of that vulnerability of that baseline pain of sadness. So now notice here, this is your brain trying to lessen the pain by being right. Your brain is trying to put a story to this circumstance in an attempt to understand what happens so that this pain doesn't have to be felt again. This is bullshit, all that work and I gained five pounds, right? This implies that somehow the universe has done you wrong. You know the results that you should be getting and you have detected that an error in the universe has occurred and needs to be corrected. This is in no way your fault. You were not wrong, you did everything right. The universe is wrong for dishing you out this circumstance. This, my friends, is far less painful than the reality of accepting what is. You feel much more powerful, much more in control, and that's where your brain is going to naturally gravitate towards. Another option that you had was the emotion of embarrassment. So let's just inspect this layer really quick. So your brain doesn't really like this layer And often won't choose this one subconsciously on purpose because this layer feels out of control, right? It's definitely out of your control. And it also adds this subtle little flavor of social isolation and being wrong. Embarrassment feels awful, both to the chemical cascade that's released, you know, the the actual chemical emotion of it, but also from the added vulnerability of it. So you're almost victim to the embarrassment and you're stuck with the circumstance and now you have to endure this social isolation that the embarrassment just like thrusts you into. Embarrassment is a painful emotion. Therefore, on the emotion ladder, if we think of it like the rungs of a ladder, embarrassment is lower and more painful than anger. So now let's see where your brain has layered these emotions in the order of deepest pain to less painful pain. So for you, it might be different. But for me, it personally would look like sadness and embarrassment being the lowest, anger being the least or the less painful layer above, And curiosity being the next layer up, but it is not subconsciously available because it breaks two rules of the primal brain, defaults, which are to conserve energy and be right. So your brain in the emotion ladder would fall on anger because it is the least painful emotion that is subconsciously available, (laughs) if that makes sense. I'm trying to explain this as clear as possible for you guys. Understanding emotion ladders, it is a very valuable skill to begin consciously noticing for the end goal of maintaining your emotional control in your day-to-day life. So you can begin to notice the emotions that your brain defaults to on a regular basis. And then you can start to see what may be the deeper emotional fear that your brain is trying to subconsciously avoid. So go back to the episode on the emotion audit and I want you to notice which emotions your brain defaults to feeling on a day-to-day basis. And then with this new understanding of the emotion ladder, I then want you to notice which emotions your brain might be feeling, but quickly blocking out, right? That's what in that escape to um, that that desperate desire to escape that discomfort. What might your brain be feeling, but then quickly blocking out? I want you to look for that baseline layer of emotion, which is finding what you want to be true given a specific circumstance. This is finding how you want to feel about a specific circumstance. If I gain five pounds when I expected to lose 10 pounds, guess what? I want to feel sad. It is a totally legit human response. Like it makes total sense that I would feel sad if I gained weight when I thought I was gonna lose it? And even if that layer of anger is equally true and less painful than sadness, is anger what you want to feel given this specific circumstance? Would you choose anger on purpose? What's the upside? What are you avoiding and why are you avoiding that? Are you willing to feel that baseline pain on purpose? so that you can then choose what you want to feel on purpose next time? If I'm willing to feel the emotion of sadness, it's much easier to then, after that emotion kind of passes through you, to then move into that space of curiosity once you've held the space to feel the pain of what's true. So I want to let that, pa- that sadness wash over me right? In that neutral space of just watching an emotion pass through your body. And then from that space, then you're ready to move forward into an emotion that's going to help you to move forward, to to fuel actions to get you to move forward in your life. If I choose anger, though, it's super easy to get stuck in anger, stuck in this angry thinking and use it as a motivational emotion that's going to help to drive your actions moving forward. If I'm angry about my weight, then I'm going to more likely be willing to change, right? Like, ooh, I'm going to use that anger as the energy to create change. But is that true, right? Does the emotion of anger produce useful and lasting results? Or is this instead an indulgent emotion that you remain stuck in and that keeps you from achieving lasting results knowing why your brain chose anger in the first place and being on to yourself finally and understanding the more painful emotions that you might be avoiding and then being willing to embrace the baseline pain of what is It's a powerful skill that's going to allow you to predictably reduce your cortisol levels. You have to master this skill in your life. This is the skill of choosing your emotions on purpose and being willing to feel the discomfort that is inevitably the human experience. You can't escape it, guys. Noticing these emotion ladders is a part of this process and a part of you beginning to notice what's going on behind the scenes in your subconscious brain. As you learn to identify and master this process, what you're gonna notice is that your body's going to slowly begin to breathe a sigh of relief. You will watch your cortisol levels drop You will watch your hormone levels balance. You will notice an improved ability to sleep. You're going to notice your relationships improving. You will experience a progressive and predictable reduction of your inflammation-related daily symptoms. You will watch your body begin to easier burn away those excess fat stores. And who doesn't want all of that, right? (laughs) I want a body that's able to lose weight when I ask it to. And I want a brain that calmly and methodically processes my day-to-day life. If you're having a tough time losing weight or feeling in control of your brain, I invite you to book a free quick call with me. Let's chat about what's going on in your life. Let's together figure out a game plan for what you need to do moving forward. That might be working with me. It might not be. Sometimes this call, it even turns into a quick coaching session. And that's it, right? But I want to hear from you. I love you guys, each and every one of you. So I really want to hear from you, whether it be a call or the comments. Uh, But that's all I've got for you today. So please don't forget to take a second, leave me a quick review, and I will talk to you soon. All right, bye.